0: Welcome to the Dr. Francis Miles podcast. Dr. Miles will share prophetic words, insights, and revelation about some of the toughest topics in the Bible. Dr. Miles also has a healing ministry, birthed out of his own powerful encounter with Jesus Christ, and has seen many set free through his crusades and meetings. Tune into today's episode and be blessed by a fresh take from this anointed minister of the gospel.
1: This is what life is about. It's why Jesus died so our lives could be radically transformed by his supernatural power. To, you know, over the next few broadcasts, I'm going to go in a little, little bit of a different route within the context of the revelation of the order of Melchizedek. I really feel to encourage somebody out there because we have lived through a pandemic. Many of you watching me, some have lost parents, some of you have lost brothers, some of you have lost friends. I don't know anybody around the world who has not been touched in one way or another by the pandemic. And I just wanted to talk about the the cloud of witnesses, the cloud of witnesses. The Bible speaks about the cloud of witnesses from the book of Hebrews. Now, why why would I bring that into a body of thought called the order of Melchizedek? Because you must understand the order of Melchizedek is just God's way of how how life should be lived. He, the order of to me represents the divine union between what's happening in heaven and what's happening here on earth. There is, a, there is a symbiotic connection between what's happening in heaven and what's happening on earth. Jesus put it this way. Pray this way. Our Father, what be hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. So this is really the intention of God that there's an animation on earth concerning what is happening in heaven. But today, I just want to encourage somebody who lost a friend. I lost a very dear friend in the Republic of Zambia. He was a high-ranking politician, you know, Dr. Ronald Musiska, you know, great man. I mean, he went to be with Jesus after losing his battle to the coronavirus, you know. And uh, so from time to time, I'll be checking up on his wife uh, and children because he was very close to me. You know, I felt that death more than any other death. There are many, many people that are feeling it differently because of somebody that you loved or your mother I know friends of mine in Alabama that lost their mother to the coronavirus so I know several people have been touched by this so in the book of Hebrews chapter 12 the Bible says this therefore we also therefore we also since we are surrounded by a so great cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the rest that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set up before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. This is amazing. So the Bible begins to talk about the cloud of witnesses. That we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. And then, when you go into the entomology of what Paul is talking about, the writer of Hebrews is talking about, he's talking about we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. These are believers who have died in the Lord. You know, now, the, now, now I, want, I, want to very, I want to qualify this because I know, I know uh, regions like Africa, Asia, there's a lot of ancestral worship that is built within the culture. I want to make sure that you understand. That I'm not in any way promoting any kind of ancestral worship. The Bible actually condemns it deeply. You know, actually, the Bible puts ancestral worship in the arena of necromancing. You know, God told the people of Israel, "Do not defile yourself." With the sins of the people you are going to find in the land whose land you are now dispossessing. One of the sins of the ancient world was necromancy. Necromancy is when the living talk to the dead on behalf of the living. That is not what I'm talking about. But you see, Jesus one time was approached by by some Pharisees and Sadducees. I tell you, they were Sadducees because the Sadducees. Did not believe in the resurrection, while well, the Pharisees believed in the resurrection. That was the only difference. But pretty much they were they, they were the same religious nutheads, you know. But there were difference in that sense. So the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, came to Jesus and they said, "Listen, you know, there was a man who married. There was a woman uh, who married the, the, uh, uh, the firstborn son of a, of a family of brothers." And the brother died, well, the firstborn died while being married to her. According to Jewish law, she had to, pa- she had to be passed on to the next brother so there would be a posterity, a legacy left for the brother who died. And so it went. So she married, I believe if we, I believe from the Bible, seven, all seven brothers married her and they all died. I mean, this, this woman must be the conscientious black widow <laughs> before there was ever the movie The Black Widow. But anyway, then they say, but what but in the resurrection, what is God? Whose, whose wife is she gonna be, since all brothers had her for a wife? And Jesus said, you error because you don't understand the power of God. And then he goes on to say, God is not a God of the dead, but of the living. This is the difference between ancestral worship is when we we I- ancestral worship has to is the Satan trying to uh, copycat and and pervert. The understanding of the cloud of witnesses. Satan knows what's available to us who are born again, what's available to us who are in the kingdom. That even those who those who die in the Lord are not really dead. They are asleep. The Bible actually uses the word "those who have slept in Christ." You know, they have slept in Christ in the sense that they are no longer with us. But the reality is because they received Christ while they were with us here on earth. They are living in Christ Jesus, because again, God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. This is why when God introduced himself to Moses, he says, I'm the God, not I was, which is what we would expect God to say, but he says, I am. I am now, present tense, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That means they are alive and will before me. So, but in ancestral worship, what happens is, is the enemy try to is the enemy trying to make our, uh, our 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 loved ones trying to conduct the dead using satanic mediums the problem is that when somebody does not die in the Lord number one they are they, are, they I mean listen they are lost you know there's a place called Gehenna there's a place called hell Once somebody's dead and they did not die in the Lord that is a pure day. That is a funeral. I mean, that's the consensual definition of a funeral. A funeral is when you attend the day, you attend the, uh, the burial, the ceremony of somebody who died outside of Christ. But every time I go to the to to so I, I go to the to the funeral of a believer, I, I even refuse to go to the funeral because it's not a funeral. It is the home going of a believer, praise God. So here, the writer of the book of Hebrews is letting us know that we are doing destiny in the view of the cloud of witnesses. The men and women of God that we looked up to, uh, 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 men like Billy Graham, men like Oral Roberts, you know, Catherine Kuhlman, you know, Pensa also meant men that were powerful on the earth for the kingdom. Well, when they transitioned into glory, they are not dead. They are not ghosts. They have become part of the cloud of witnesses. And the prophecy in the pudding is that when Jesus himself was about to go to head to the cross, he needed some encouragement concerning what he was about to face. Because what Jesus faced, no man would ever face that again. And so the Bible says on the mountain of transfiguration, we find that, the, in the month of Transfiguration, we find that there the are two, uh, uh, two uh, saints, uh, uh, Elijah and Moses, who according to the, the chronology of human history, were dead. Elijah had been raptured to heaven in a shadow of fire. So in, in terms of existence on the earthly plane, he was not available. But Moses died, you know, and so, but, but both of them appear to Jesus on the mountain of transfiguration so real that even Peter and the other Peter James and John were taken were overwhelmed and they knew that it was Elijah and, and 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 Moses even though Peter and John and James had not did not were not old enough to have ever seen Moses face-to-face. None of them were old enough to have known Elijah. But I'm telling you, there's something about the realm of the Spirit. When you are in that realm, there's a knowing. There is just a knowing where you know things. There is a way you know things you're not supposed to know. I've been in the realm of the spirit several times when the Lord has been gracious to take me into the realm there's no explanation if you need Jesus you know it's Jesus you meet anybody you just know that is a knowing information travels at supersonic speed you just know so here here is Peter and John they are excited they begin to say Lord we need to build a tabernacle one for you Jesus one for Elijah one for Moses they never said for the ghost of Moses and the ghost of Elijah because in that class they began to understand the realities of Hebrews 12 that the saints who pass on in the Lord do not die they transition to a different room of God's uh, uh, of the kingdom of God think of the kingdom uh, as this huge mansion imagine if your mother and father uh, uh, go into the bedroom you don't you don't hold a funeral in the living room because you don't see them no the bedroom is one house then a different part you don't see them but in a different place Part of the room. That's how you have to think about the kingdom when you are a believer. Now, of course, if you're not a believer and somebody d- dies without Jesus, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, that is... That is not a, wa- a life I would wish on anybody. That's not an afterlife because there's nothing but torment and Jesus told us what's gonna happen to those who die without him. The, the, the smoke of the atonement who are sent before God day and night. This is why I preach the gospel. As a matter of fact, if you're listening to me right now and you have not given your life to Jesus, what are you waiting for? Open your heart right now and say, Dr. Miles, I wanna give my life to Jesus because I want to live forever. That's the promise Jesus gives. In his life uh, a and resurrection and if you are part of me though you are dead yet you shall you live he's the God of the resurrection so give your life to Jesus today open your heart ask him to come in your heart change you and make you into a child of the Living God but for the rest of you who have lost who have lost loved ones you really have not lost them they're in a different dispensation of time and existence that is so much better than this earth we have to deal with all the the things we have to deal with. Listen, I just want to encourage you today about the Cloud of Witnesses. I don't want you to go anywhere. I'll be right back because I really want you to watch what's about to come next, and then I'll be right back to continue downloading this powerful revelation on operating, on understanding the Cloud of Witnesses. I tell you, saints, I'm so excited about what God is talking to us to. I really want to encourage you. Let go of your grief. Understand that, you know, those who die in the Lord. The Bible even tells us not to grieve as those without hope. Because those without hope are people who are dying without Jesus. You know, now granted, you know, if you have somebody like that, I understand the grief, but at the same time, there's nothing you can do about it. But I'm focusing on those who died in the Lord. You know, this is why I love the gospel, because of this aspect of the gospel. You know, we were never created to die. That, so I understand the natural tendency is to push back death as much as we can. But do you know that the death of Jesus and the resurrection turned death into a door? into another demo realm of reality that is a billion times better than your best day on planet Earth. If you can just imagine, a billion times better than your best day. And, I'm, and I've had some best days. I've had amazing days on Earth. Praise God. But can you imagine your best day on Earth? Find it whatever you had it. Multiplied by a billion times, and you have not even get close to the glories of the kingdom of heaven and the realities that those who have gone before us, who are in that, out, on the, who are on the other side of the cloud, are experiencing. Praise God. So, Paul is telling us we need to uh, uh, understand that because we are living our destiny, surrounded by the great cloud of witnesses, those who have walked their destiny, they are looking to us and they are saying, Don't make the mistake I made. Glory to God. I tell you, it changed my life when I began to understand the cloud of witnesses. When I began to understand that I'm, not, I'm, that, I'm, that I'm literally, my destiny is playing out in real time in front of the heroes of the faith that I looked up to. Because they're in a, in a realm where there's no jealousy. I believe their prayers towards us, their cries to God is, God, do not let Francis Mouse make the mistake we made. Let him do better than we did. Can you imagine having such a cloud of witnesses cheering you on, on the day you feel discouraged, on the day you feel like throwing in, this is why the Bible was written, because the men and women of the Bible, you know, their stories are supposed to help us. You know, they're supposed to help us. Understand, listen, there was a time when Elijah was so discouraged, he was felt like he was the only one saving God in his generation. So when you come up those times, you can look to the cloud of witness and understand there was a guy called Elijah who felt the same way. Until he found out there were 7,000 other uh, righteous men living on earth who had also not bowed down. To Baal who had also who also loved Jesus in the same way he loved him who also loved God the same way he did you know we got through so many things look at the life of the Apostle Paul it is there written for us so that you can be encouraged again I believe that in the last days in the last days, that this dimension of the cloud of witnesses is going to become very very available very very available to us i would believe that i would believe that one of the reasons why we have not experienced the cloud of witnesses in the body of christ on the level we are about to experience is because there's been rampant our that rampant idolatry in the church and the propensity towards ancestral worship i believe has been a limiting factor what god has in his sovereignty not allowed many of us to experience that dimension called the cloud of witnesses But I believe it's going, but I believe as the body of Christ right now, you know, becomes a a body without spot or wrinkle completely consecrated, loving Jesus like never before, I wouldn't believe God, the Lord is going to open up this realm. Because if Jesus was the pattern son, think about this. Jesus is the perfect man. If there was a man who was perfect, it was Jesus. He never had a bad day. He, you know, no, he had bad days, but, but he never let them affect him in a way that he, that he, he was brought under the condemnation of the sin nature. You know, every temptation was thrown at him that you could throw at him. But in all points, he he did not succumb to the temptation. You know, but here's the deal. That this Jesus, even in his, his perfection, Emmanuel, God with us. God incarnate, walking among us in an earthly suit. And yet this Jesus needed encouragement concerning his destiny from the cloud of witnesses. And he called forth Elijah. He called forth Elijah. And he called forth, he called forth Elijah, and he called forth um, um, uh, Moses. And the Bible says they ministered to him, they spoke to him concerning his sufferings, what he was about to go through. My God, if this this is Jesus, the Patent Son, so I really believe in the last days, God is going to give you is going to give men in the body of Christ supernatural experiences with men and women who are now in heaven. You know, and and you'll be caught up in the glory cloud. Remember, they're in the cloud of witnesses, which is their reference to the glory. The glory is always in the Bible represented as a cloud. When Elijah and Moses appeared to Jesus, they appeared in the cloud because the cloud is a metaphor of the kabod or the glory of God. Is it very interesting that now? Earth is catching up with cloud technology. A lot of things is going in the cloud. Very interested Earth is catching up with where God is at. You see what I'm saying? You know, I mean, I mean, listen. You may have files on your computer that are not actually on your computer, but they are actually in cloud, and you can access them in the cloud. You know, but they are still your files. Listen. There is a dimension of kingdom living that is caught up in the cloud, with that that is that is optimized by this cloud of witnesses. Can you imagine? Can you imagine learning faith? Can you imagine God giving you a supernatural encounter where you begin to learn faith from Smith Wigglesworth, from the Cloud of Witnesses? Imagine learning healing from Ketan Kuman, secrets of healing. What did she know about the Holy Ghost that, you could share, that would take 20 years of learning out of your life? Because from the cloud of witnesses, she gave you a mystery of the Holy Spirit. You never even, that, that going to Bible school, you couldn't have found that. I really believe this realm of the cloud of witnesses is going to become available to the body of Christ in the last days. Because time is collapsing. The enemy's time is short. Jesus is coming soon, and he wants to bring this thing down. But I want you to know today that if you lost anybody who If you lost a believer, you lost anybody who died in the Lord because of the pandemic, I'm here to encourage you today that they are are alive and well. Just like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God does not not refer to a loved one as they was. Those are languages of men trying to deal with where we are in the place called time. But they they don't translate in a glory realm where time has no authority. Time has no reference in that realm. It's the eternal now. They're in that dimension of the eternal now. The Bible says their work follows on them. And the reason I'm bringing this out is for you to understand that if the cloud of witnesses, if those who have gone before us are not alive and well, Hebrews 12 verse 1 would be, would be useless. Why would you write it? Why would you be encouraged by the writer of, Bo- of the book of Hebrews to, to subjugate your, the, your flesh life? Get over things that easily be, uh, uh, bring you down, sins of the flesh that you get into. He says, why? Because you are living before the cloud of witnesses. I mean, just that knowledge. Uh, according to, to, to the writer of the book of Hebrews, order make you lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares you and then run with endurance. Endurance, why? Because you cannot look at these men and women who also, some of them died for Jesus, some of them were crucified, some of them, some of them went through tremendous pressure you know, you can look at Billy Graham, uh, 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 his humble beginnings, what he went through, you know, how he left, how he lived. You can look at the different men and how they lived, the things they went through, and they still made it. And you and, and you can say to yourself, my God, I, they are looking at me right now. They are looking at me. Hung. I mean, imagine running in the Olympics and there's no crowds. I mean, it's just different. I mean, I mean, the coronavirus, I mean, uh, I saw basketball being played without, without an audience. It does not feel the same way. It is just dull. It's difficult. I, the players were were missing free throws they normally get because the crowd that cheers them on was not there. It's just different. It just did not feel like basketball or the playoffs anymore. Thank God the crowds are back. Well, right now, you are surrounded by crowds of witnesses in the heavenly realms who are watching you and your destiny, and they're saying, "You can do it. You can have it. God can do it." For He did it for me. Come on, keep on going. Praise God. So I want you to understand this: that you have not lost anything. They have just transitioned to a better place, and one day you are going to join them. The Lord Terry, you and I are going to join them in a place that is so beautiful, so glorious. Paul says, "I knew a man who went there." And he said, yeah, I heard unspeakable things that no man should be allowed to utter here on earth, the paradise of God. I'm telling you, after that, Paul was troubled. He said, I don't know if I want, I want to be with Jesus, which is so much better, you know, but I'm going to stay for your sake. He struggled with this for, for the rest of his life because he saw the glory realm. He saw the, the, the other side of the cloud. Let me tell you something. They're not crying for us. They're, they're, they're not asking you to cry for them. They are excited. But they are cheering you on and I to finish our destiny so I just want to encourage you in Jesus mighty name may the Lord comfort your heart if you've lost anybody to the pandemic but if they died in the Lord I want you to tell you here on the automakers Day, you are going to meet them again but in the meantime they are cheering you on and they want you to get over what you're dealing with so you can be about the father's business
0: Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at francismiles.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. May God bless you today and always.